This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. To meet you, Barry, a couple of weeks ago, Kenny Burns evening over there in Birmingham, and uh, you know what? My, my belly's still aching from from laughing from that night, mate. It was absolutely <laughs> incredible, super brilliant, well done. Let's welcome the rest of the crew tonight. We've got the one and only Alan Watton. Good evening, everyone, and of course, Mr. Rowe, Mr. COVID himself. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good evening. You feeling okay? better? Uh, not better. Not one hundred percent, but ninety percent, I'd say. All right, okay. Well, if you Not do better. fall asleep, we'll understand why. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Hipkiss, a.k.a. Mr. Sheen. Good evening, all. And, of course, this show wouldn't be the same without Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> a great and wonderful weekend this weekend, Chris, when your daughter's uh, got married. She Absolute did. congratulations to her. Wonderful. Love to see all the photographs on Facebook. Absolutely beautiful. Um, <laughs> weather kept nice and everything. So Fantastic. You know, yeah, yeah, superb. Did you have a nice day? It was brilliant, yeah. yeah. Sorry your invite got lost, but, you know. You're sorry it got lost. <laughs> your invite. Yeah, I, I, the only reason I'm sorry I got lost is because I missed the buffet. Yeah, it was great as well, yeah. Yeah, nice big hog roast, hog roast as well. Oh, I'm having a hog roast for my 60th. Have I mentioned my 60th ever? No, no, when is it? Not ever. It's uh, it's 18th of December, uh, downstairs. Right. Okay. Downstairs here in Utoxeter. And, um, yeah, I'm having a hog roast. Very nice. Very nice. I'm going to name the pig Bo. <laughs> <laughs> we can all have a slice of it. <laughs> Barry, welcome to the Talk, talk Show Monday, 7.30 through till 9.00. Uh, hope you can stay with us as long as possible. But if you do need something to eat, or you know, you need to go and uh, uh, you know have a wee because like, older people, they, 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 you know, Chris has got a bucket under the table, Ken. You know, take, take a leaf out of this man's book. <laughs> Barry, a pleasure to have you with us tonight. Thank you so much for giving up your time. My pleasure to join you. Oh, you did a great job. Well done. You know what? Carry on the good work. I ain't joking, you mate. Yes, you bro. don't know how much. How much everybody that remembers you at St Andrews loves you. You are you are Father St Andrews. You really are, mate. Honestly, I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely mean that. Grandfather St Andrews. Now I should take it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> hey. So there you are down at Peterborough now. And um, what's what's happening down there lately? We're struggling. Apart from you when we struggling about us. We we got promotion last year after seven years of trying to get back to the championship. 
We've been there three times as well, but we got relegated on all three occasions. We've got the lowest budget in the league and um, we know it's going to be difficult. But I thought this year with COVID, the effect that it's had on a lot of clubs, I thought it would give us a chance to um, retain our championship status. And uh, we're very, very poor away from home at the minute. We've lost all four games at home. We're not so bad at home. Um but we, uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. We're, we're well behind in the sprint early on, but we've got to adapt very quickly. And uh, what's wrong, we've got to put right. But um, I'm sure Darren Ferguson's working on that every day of the week. Well, you know what, it's, I mean, the times that we had with you at St Andrews, um, said just before the show, I mean, you are solely responsible in the whole world for the technical area. I'm just like you Blue Noses I'm a fan of art and when we scored I didn't know what I was going to do um, but <laughs> we like that nowadays fine and, um, and um, you know it was great the fans responded like I said earlier the, the, the Blue Noses are as mad as what I am and that's why we got on so, so well we're both very uh, passionate and committed for our club and uh, there's nobody more so um, got the passion and the commitment than, than Birmingham City fans, that's for sure. And, that's an absolute joy to hear, mate, honestly. And, and to be you. honest, you, you, you've, had to, you've been in turmoil for so many times. I mean, you was in turmoil before I came to the club, in fact, before Sullivan. Got yeah, then what did you do? Got us relegated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you was already bottom of drift, but by a long <laughs> shot when I come in in December. But um, although we had a great run at the end, I think we won six, drew two, lost one of the last nine games. Yeah. The last game at Tranmere was absolutely fantastic. We won that, but unfortunately, the baggies beat Jim Smith's um, Portsmouth and. Mm. Uh, they stayed up on goal difference. We got from bottom to fourth bottom, but, um, you know, we still got relegated. But I'll, I'll never forget that day at Tranmere. Uh, Copper come into the dressing room and said, um, Barry, you and the players will have to go out. The fans are all dressed up in fancy dress and they won't leave. They're on the pitch. So we all went out thinking we'd get murdered and the fans ran at us. I thought they was going to string me up. <laughs> <laughs> They put me on the stairs and run round, uh, as though they did all the lads, and run round the ground. I mean, it's fantastic, unbelievable. Yeah. And and I, after that, I said, well, we'll do the double next year. We'll we'll win the league and, and we'll win the auto windscreen shield. Everybody laughed at me, uh, especially after five games. We hadn't won a game. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we did have a lot of injuries and I knew once we got it right. And, and again, that... That year was fantastic. The the fans come back in their droves. Again, I'll never forget the Huddersfield game where we got promotion. Again, all the fans was dressed in fancy dress. And that time we wanted to go out on the pitch after the game to celebrate. And um, I remember Neil Warnock uh, saying, the coppers won't let you. And me and David Gold just went by the coppers and went onto the pitch to the end where all the fans was and all the um, all, all, all the players followed us and the reception we got from the Blue Noses was unbelievable. And then, of course, you talk about winning the double and going to Wembley. 
I mean, what a day that was. There was 78,000 for the auto windscreen shield final, yeah. of yeah. which 55,000 was blue noses. Yeah. Uh, the golden goal. Mm. And uh, it took another blue nose, Tatey, to score the winner. He scored the first one. Uh, he scored the first golden goal, if I remember right. That was at the yeah. game against yeah, Swansea City. I'm sure he scored. Well he, he was he was the first person to score the first golden goal and the first person in that same competition to score it in the final as well, ever. Yeah. yeah. I think when, when Baz, when we had Daishi on as well, he said there was a problem with the toys or something and he had to walk down a London high street at Wembley and try and yeah. find a shop and sell some toys. Yeah, yeah we, well, we, that's right. We, we um, for some reason, other the, the, the club wanted promotion more than they wanted that. And, um, you, you know, I asked uh, after the game, win, lose, or draw, I wanted to stay in London. And, and the board said no, because if you remember, we had Brentford at home on the Wednesday. Mm -hmm. which yeah. I think they was top. We were second at the time. And we beat them, marvellous 25,000 sellout at St Andrews, marvellous mm -hmm. occasion. We we beat them two Norton and went top and and um, uh, but with the ties yeah we he had to go in oh, I don't know where he went in Marks and Spencers and got a load of ties so we all looked the same and we we wasn't supposed to have a celebration but we uh, we did and we went to the Swallow Hotel in 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 Enfield and while while we was um, having a knees up I got a phone call from Karen giving me the biggest bollocking I've ever had. Oh, swear on, number one! <laughs> because she said to me, um, you stood... Said, I've just had Doug Ellis on. I went, what about? She said, didn't you see when Tatey scored the goal, he took his shirt off? I said, yeah, it's to celebrate. He said, yeah, you know what he had underneath? You told him to put it on. I said, what are you talking about, Karen? She said, it had Shinavilla. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. She said, yes, you did. I've heard you give every single player a shirt wear. So whoever scored, that's what happened. I said, Karen, I don't know what you're talking about. And I didn't know what she talked about. I didn't have a clue. But obviously, Tatey being Tatey, somebody done the shirt. And, of course, he wore it because he knew he was going to score the golden goal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Tate, Tate has given us an account of that. Yeah. And apparently there was a box of shirts. Everybody was going to take one. And, and that was the last shirt left. It wasn't planted. It wasn't planned. Right. He doesn't know where that shirt is today, sadly, as it would be worth an arm and a leg. Yeah. 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 And uh, he also said that Sullivan and, and Golden Brady called him into the office on the Monday morning. All right. And said uh, he thought he was going to get the sack. He was like really cacking himself and all of that. And his words were, they called me into the office, sat me down. Right? Sullivan went, that shirt. He goes, yeah, Gaffer, I'm sorry. He said, don't be sorry. He said, we're marketing him in the club shop tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Take and his own words. No, yeah. I mean, I, I got the blame. I, I, Karen thought I'd give every player. And I didn't even think about that. All I thought thought about was winning the game and um, celebrating, and then going back to the main event, playing Brentford at home on a Wednesday. What a magnificent game that! I've never known an atmosphere at St Andrews like it was that night. It was electric. Yeah, but, but then we had a few few more games to to seal our <clears throat> promotion and. 
we stumbled, we drew and drew. And like I say, we had to go to Huddersfield away from home last game of the season to win. But we all felt confident that we would win. And that was a year, if you remember, only one went up because there was a change of the leagues. So it's very, very important that, 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 that we won that game. Yeah. Was that, the same, was that the same year we played Wigan away right again of the season? I can't remember. Okay, no, we, no, it was ninety-one. I've got a badge in my. I've got a museum here. Yeah, right. Barry, your photograph is on my wall in my museum. Oh. Right, yeah. <laughs> I look at it regular. <laughs> and um, so I've got, I, I bought. I bought one of the pin badges which said Birmingham City Division Three Champions. So it was that year, wasn't it? We got promoted. No, it was it was the year before, I think, wasn't it? No, the year or the yeah. year after. But anyway, I've, I've got a badge which says Birmingham City Division One Champions, nineteen ninety, whatever it was, right? Yeah, yeah. And we we only drew against Wigan, and it absolutely slung it down. And there we all are, stood on that grass bank in Wigan, diving on our backs from the top to the bottom, right? And then all did the conga around the ground. And I got back home. And I, I've got a company car, white white Ford Monday, I think, or something like that. It's looked like a cow shed by the time I got home, mate. I know, I know. It, it, it was incredible. What what the uh, Birmingham City fans got up to was nothing, nothing short of miraculous at times. I mean, you didn't know what they was going to do next. But marvellous support. All the lads mm. loved the support you gave us. It lifted us at times when we needed lifting and... and Everybody talks about the fans being the 12th man. During my two and a half years at Birmingham City, the fans were certainly the 12th man. They lifted us so many times. We've had yeah. so many, so many people on this on this show, Barry, right, who have played in your era that have said exactly the same thing. Now what we need to do, because three parts of the stadium is unfortunately still shut due to reasons beyond our control. No, um, oh, Another story, kid, for another day, perhaps. I don't know. But, like, we need to get back to the Barry Fry era, right, and lift that team like there is no tomorrow, like that Brentford game, right? We should be like that every single week. But because, and and, and I think you'll bear me out on this, mate, because we've been trodden on so many times by these current owners... Right by these current... Look, for God's sake, you know what it is? That's a team called Birmingham City, the second biggest city in the country. There isn't a team called London. All right, you've got Little London Road, you know. I went down there. That was the very very first time I went to your place, right? Because all the Birmingham fans were outside. And I think you've got one turnstile open. I know money was a bit short at that time, right? (laughs) But also outside, singing, my garden shed is bigger than this. And that's the very first time I heard that song. Birmingham, Birmingham, it's the second biggest city. Newcastle (laughs) have just been taken over by billionaire Saudi owners. Um, 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 oh, no, I'll tell you what. That's what Birmingham needs, somebody like that. Yeah. A Barry Fry, that's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Barry Fry with all that money. Yeah. All I, haven't got, of I haven't got the money. <laughs> <laughs> if I may, we'll take it back. We get promoted, obviously, that season at Huddersfield. And then the following summer, we were linked. And I wonder how close we were to signing them. We were linked with Kenneth Anderson, Jean-Pierre Papin and Diego Maradona. Yeah. yeah. And I just yeah that, 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 that was all publicity talk. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> you see, 
to get the fans to buy the season tickets. <laughs> Did you, Barry, can I ask a question? Did you start the rumours? Yes. I said, we, we've got to get our fans more excited. They can't be any more excited than what they are, but... Um, Throw in this name, that name, and the other name, and let's get going. <laughs> and we ended, we ended up with Francis and Otto and Claridge. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Brilliant. Not, got a for you, message for you from Big Kev. He said um, he wants to send a message to you just to say thanks for bringing him home. Yeah, oh, I know. He, he was marvellous. Um, uh, when I signed him... Um, I used to watch him a lot at Stockport County on a Friday night, and I thought, what an handful, you know. But he's a blue nose through and through, mate. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He'd run through a brick wall for you, and I'll never forget the two goals he scored against Middlesbrough when um, Brian Robson was in charge in the um, Coca-Cola Cup to get to the semi-final. Wow, what two unbelievable... But he got injured then with his second goal... He sort of snapped his knee, but what two sensational goals they was. Yeah. Oh, one, I'm sorry, Buzz. The one, one against Leeds as well. That home yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a goal we, <coughs> yeah, the, the, the thing that bugged us up with Leeds in the semi, we, 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 we the, the club decided to sell two or three of our best players before that, for that game. And also... Um, we had a couple of suspensions during that that, that you, right. you know, for the Leeds game that really bugged us because we were in depth at that particular time. But it was still a great achievement for the club to yeah. to go on that run. Oh, yeah. Go to get as far as they could. We we beat Norwich as well, didn't we, playing yeah. since football? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it was great. And... Um, you know, and talk, we're talking about cups. The, the the FA Cup when we had Liverpool at home. Oh yeah. went to Anfield, uh, drew one-one after extra time. Um, you know, the Liverpool fans give our players a stand innovation. They were brilliant that night. Yeah. And um, Otto scored, but he should have scored the winner. But there you go. And we had penalties, and I remember going in after to the press and they said, Barry, you've done marvellous at St Andrews to draw North North with a mighty Liverpool, to bring them here at Anfield and drew 1-1 and, uh, you know, get a standing ovation. He says, but um, what went wrong with the penalties? Um, and I said, well, we've got such a spirit at Birmingham City. All the players are together. And once one player missed the penalty, we all decided to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> What a load of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, really? Oh, my God. Oh, good God. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, the, the, the players was fantastic. Fantastic. We had a we had a brilliant spirit amongst us, you know, and never yeah. say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to enjoy ourselves. And, and we, we loved the fans. The support from the fans was, was the main thing, really. We wanted to do it for them. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. okay. So so we get we get relegated, right? And you come out onto the pitch, despite what the police are saying to you or whatever, whatever, yeah. right? And there's just a load of nutters, right, going mental, thinking that we just won the World Cup. How did you handle <laughs> your players after that back in the dressing room? You know what? You, we look, look, we've just well, gone but, drop but to division. To, to, However, to look at that outside. 
yeah, yeah. To, to be honest, we all came in the dressing room and cried our eyes out. Like I did. Yeah. And my sons. But we cried our eyes out because we thought we'd done enough to to um, to to stay up. But I knew on the Friday because Jim Smith phoned me on the Friday. He said, "Baz, I." I, I I love Birmingham City. I want to beat West Brom tomorrow, but I've got to tell you, I've got seven players not available for me. So, oh, right, really. So he sort of warned me that he it wasn't for the want of trying, but he's seven best players. What an there. absolute gentleman to do that, though. What? Yeah, a gentleman. Jim was, but he was making wow. excuses beforehand. But, but after after that game, like I say, and after we'd been on the field and and the fans put everybody on their shoulders and run round. We all came in the dressing room and cried our eyes out because although we, we was disappointed, I, I don't think until that moment we realised how passionate and committed the fans were. They'd had great support throughout throughout the fight in relegation that year, but we never, it, 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 we, we just all broke down. It was so emotional to, to have a response from the fans when you've got them relegated for sake. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was absolutely... I'm going to need one of them clickers in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I have downloaded a bleep and I can't find it. I forgot you. Right, Barry, I can tell you something that is absolutely true, right? You've sworn more times tonight than anybody else has in the last 11 years. <laughs> oh, I, God. I, uh, it, it, I, I must apologise to ladies, nah, gentlemen, boys and girls for my foul and abusive language. It's nothing personal. <laughs> it's just a lack of fucking vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> right, Barry, do you remember the the, the programme that you did with um, whether it was ITV or BBC, I don't, I don't know, um, watching you in the dressing room? Oh, the Panorama one. Yeah, the Panorama yeah. one, following yeah, yeah. you around, yeah. It, 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 yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, what was it called now? What was it, with, it was with um, Karen Brady. Singing the Blues, wasn't it? Singing the Blues. No, it was, it, was an, it was an Inside Out production. Yeah. Um, I can't I think remember, it was called. I remember the manager rest with Karen when, when you first took over, Baz. That was a, a little documentary, wasn't it, that was on BBC Two, I think. Yeah, and you went into the dressing room and really worked the um, place. Yeah. No, I said it in three, three, in three syllables. Unfortunately, they, they could be joined together. Um, <clears throat> I love Martin Granger's story, Baz, when, you, when he signed for us and he met you in the Cop 4 Hotel in Birmingham. Him and his missus, you was in your hotel room, they've come up to see you, and you've got your pants on with your shirt and tie. Tell us that one, Actually, that, that happened to me on television. And they was running out of time, so um, <laughs> that, that, they came to me and uh, I, I, I put my shirt on and my tie and that all uh, run out of the shower so when they finished they sort of took the camera down and see me naked <laughs> <laughs> everybody laughed by me ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen boys and girls we at the Tilton Talk Show tried to have a little bit of decorum on this show and uh, we invite Barry Fry on <laughs> yeah you're a bit balmy that's what I said to you <laughs> I love it mate. I love it you know what though um, tell us a story of, that, that we were talking about uh, prior to the show, about um, when you signed a certain individual and you got a blue jacket on. Yeah, um, that 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 wasn't that wasn't for uh, Birmingham City. That was for Peterborough. Oh, go on, go on. And um, it w- was a player that we had, Miguel de Souza. And uh, 
I was arguing as usual with the agent about he wanted this and he wanted that. And I said, well, we're Man we're Peterborough United, not Man United. Anyway, I eventually he wanted this, he wanted that. I said, no, you can have this, you can have that. And they eventually agreed and I went, sold to the factory in the blue blaze. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you, you tell me that's still about. <clears throat> it is, I'm, yeah. It's on YouTube, that is. I'm not, yeah, I'm... I'm um, I'm old school. I don't go on social media or YouTube or whatever you call it, Facebook. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It, you have definitely, without a doubt, you've definitely left a legacy at St Andrews, right? And, and I, I know, Mark, you're nodding. Paul, I'm sure you are. Alan, I know you are. And Chris, I know you are. But the legacy that you left us, Barry, was that we had belief again and, and, and we had something to really prop look forward to on a Saturday, win, lose or draw... We knew that you and your guys would be out there giving us nothing more than we demand as supporters, 100%. I think yeah, it's fun, yeah. fun as well. Fun came top as well. Fun was amazing. Well, we enjoyed it. And, and um, <clears throat> you know, the, the thing was, I, I first fell in love with Birmingham City supporters, as I told you a long time before I joined the club, when I went to Wembley and see you win in the Leyland Dap and see the supporters celebrate, I went, wow, you know, they're, they're lunatics like me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so when Birmingham come in for me in, in December, um, Southend at the time was uh, second top of the championship, and uh, everybody thought I was an idiot to go to Birmingham, who was bottom of the championship. But I just remember, I, I just felt that Birmingham City was a sleeping giant, and if I could get it going... The fans had come in their droves and, um, you know, absolutely pick the club up and, and make it get survive and prosper and go forward. And I honestly felt that when I come in there that um, we could possibly go to the to, to the Premier League. Um, that didn't happen. And, um, you know, but uh, I had no hesitation in, in leaving Southend to go to Birmingham, despite them being bottom of the league and if you remember the first game it was um, we played Bolton no, oh, we, no oh yeah first game was Palace mm. and um, uh, we lost 2-1 yeah um, and then the second game at home we played Charlton 1-1 uh, I think there was 17 18,000 there then we played West Brom on the Boxing Day and there was 26,000 there 25,000 and, and we beat them as well and uh, I thought, wow, this is going well. And uh, come the new year, unfortunately, we lost to Kidderminster in the FA Cup. I remember that well. I was uh, stood on that yeah, top, mate, believe me. Missed the penalty and what have you. And uh, <laughs> then we went a few games and didn't win and uh, what have you. But then we come with a great run at the end, but it was just too late. It crept us up mm. the table three, four, four places, but we went down on goal difference. So... It, yeah. it was a sad time, but um, it was also an interesting time. But the fans came back. The fans came back and we had some wonderful wins. We went all over the place and, and, and won. And, right. and the fans loved that goal mouth action. They loved the players to entertain. And and I used to say my team talk was, I, I don't care if the opposition scored two or three, we want to score five, six or seven. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. <laughs> I, re I remember once, Barry, you, we, we played Chester City in the third division, right, what was. And I think we played it at Chesterfield, do you remember? Go on. Don't remember that. 
I was one of the first people there, a good friend of mine called Lee Hadley, who I haven't seen for many years. I must get in touch with him. And this little burly, chubby policewoman was bringing us into the field, you know, parking the field opposite the football ground, proper parking there. Um, <laughs> it's fields in Chesterfield. That's why it's called Field. And uh, she, she, she pulled us into park up, we parked up and we got out of the car. Hey, lads, you're right. And of course, I'm always chatting. Yeah. I've, not, I've not been one of these people to ever be in any trouble at football whatsoever. And I says, hi, Bab, you're right, Doc. She goes, oh, yeah, there's about 600 of you coming to us. I'm just past 6,000 on the M6, love. I said, you better get some more fields open. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, the Blues fans were climbing over the top of the roof to get in and everything. Because like, it was just, it was, just, it was mayhem. Yeah. And they were dropping down 20 foot and people were catching them. Oh, mad, mad, mad as that was our lot, mate, honestly. And, yeah. and, and another one that I remember going to, down to Oxford, and they had that away end that didn't have a roof on it. No, correct. It still right? has at the end, of, the end of the game. Manigram. At the end of the old manager, the end of the game, oh, Birmingham the City fan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Birmingham City fan decided to climb the floodlights. <laughs> and we're all going, the blues are going up, the blues are going up. And, now gonna... and he fell off and broke his leg. <laughs> oh, Christ, poor bugger. Well, I'll tell you what, that's, that's 10. <laughs> Buzz, I wanted to ask you, Buzz, if I can, what, what in, in your managerial career or in your whole career, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice I've ever been given was um, a piece of advice that um, Matt Busby gave Sir Alex when he was at Man United and going through a bad time. And Sir Alex said to Matt that, you, you, you know, the papers are saying this, the papers are saying that, that blah, blah. And Sir Matt said to him, um, well, you know the answer to that, don't read the papers. <laughs> and whenever I was getting stick, because you actually played for Manchester United, took, didn't you, Barry? Hey, you played for Manchester United, didn't you? Yeah, well, I was there. Well, yeah, I, I, when I, I played for England, schoolboy six times, scored five goals, and then I left to go to Man United. I uh, was there two years apprentice and two years as a pro, but. Uh, funny enough, I, I, I had problems. Um, you know, when you played football, you get knee in the knee and a thigh, you get a dead leg and all that. But I, mine um, sort of, um, instead of bruising and dispersing, they clotted right. and, um, you know, put me out of the game in my early 20s uh, for sort of seven months on crutches. And then it happened to my other leg. And um, I was out again for that length of time. And the doctor said that there's something wrong with my blood. Instead of dispersing, it clots. And if the clot travelled to your heart, you're dead. So as a 20-year-old, you feel as fit as anything and you don't want to be told <laughs> that. But later on in life, I must say that I did have two heart attacks and, and, it, and it was good advice at the time that I didn't really take any notice. But because of that, it stopped me having a career as a player. And my first managerial role, I was only 28 at Dunstable. After that, I lasted 32 years in management, lads. And I, like you, are absolutely amazed I lasted that long. Mm. Only so far bullshit can take you. <laughs> Tell us a story, Barry, about your children on uh, walking out to the pitch at Wembley. My children was marvellous at Wembley because um, I had all four of them uh, um, go out at Wembley, although my I, I was only allowed one mascot, one, so yeah. my, my son Adam went. He, he he come to every game with me. He was he was on the bench at every game with me, 
and all that. And and in actual fact, when I got the sack, when I got, I'll tell you about getting the sack because it's the strangest thing ever. We we played like I said, um, the team from across the road. You've done all and, ten and, swear and, words, and you've managed not to say that word. And 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 <laughs> it was and it was the night of the Sports Argus Awards. So. Oh. So basically, um, I had to be there for, for the game. Um, we beat um, we beat them two nil. <laughs> we finished up with nine players. Alan Jones, the secretary, told me it was the first time that Birmingham had won the Birmingham Senior Cup for seventeen yep, years, and, and it's the biggest trophy I've ever seen. So I took it to the Sports Argus Awards. And at the top table was David Gold and his brother Ralph, and of course Doug Ellis. So I gave the cup to Doug, and he said, "Oh, um, how many did we beat you by?" I said, "You never beat us at all, mate. We beat you two 0 It ain't yours. It's the it's the golds and the." <laughs> so, I mean, David Gold um, in particular. Um, was very good to me when I was at Birmingham. They used to come on a Friday night when we used to stay overnight. He used to say, well, once the lads had gone to bed, we'll have a glass of wine and chat about things and all that. He was very good. And this particular night afterwards, um, we had one drink and he said, oh, I'm going to bed. And Ralph said, I'm going to bed. And then then Gary Newbon come over, actually, and he said, oh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> so he said to me, um, "Oh, have you got any signings for next year?" I went, "Yeah." I said, "I've Mark. I've, I've met Marcus Stewart. I've signed him on a three-year contract. I've got to go to a tribunal." He was a centre forward from Bristol Rovers at the time. Got loads and loads of goals. Yeah, yeah. And done well in the championship and, and went on. And I've said I've also signed Martin O'Connor from from Walsall. And, um, you know, I've got to go to the tribunal with them. But I've met them. I've met their agents. I've got the blue contracts in my briefcase. He went, oh, the Blues fans will be pleased with that. What do you think about that, David, to David Golden? David sort of, he, he couldn't get away quick enough. He, he went to bed early and I, I didn't quite understand why. Until the next morning, I went into um, St Andrews. I went in the physio room. There was a couple of lads um, because of the war the night before we had. There was a couple of injured lads and what have you. So then I went upstairs and it was night of the LMA awards night as well. And I invited Jolly Jack, Jack Wiseman, as my guest because he likes a game of golf in the afternoon and he likes a cigar and a drink at night. So I invited him as my guest. So he was coming with me. So <clears throat> I was in the office on the phone and he walked by and um, I thought, that's strange because he normally pokes his head in. First team's here, swinging. You know how it is, bubbly Jack. Yeah. Uh, he walked by me. Anyway, I finished my phone conversation and went down the office. He was in Karen's office. Karen wasn't there. He was by himself walking around. So I went in. I went, all right, Jack. He said, no, no, no. He said, um, I, I, can't, I can't come today. I said, you can't come today. I said, don't worry. It's only a piss up, mate. He ran the golf. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry he said no no and he, he started welling up he, he, he said no no I can't he, I said, I said well, what's the matter it doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter 
He said, yeah, it does. I can't come. I said, well, why can't you come? He said, because you got the sack. I said, I got the sack? So he said, yeah. So Alan Jones was across the road, and I went, and he broke down. Big Jack broke down. I went, Alan, Alan, here. So he come across the road, he went, well, I said, Jack's just told me I got the sack. So I looked at Alan's face, and, and I could tell. I said, when the bloody hell did this happen? He said, three weeks ago. <laughs> Nobody had told me, it was unbelievable. So I went downstairs, I went in the physio room again, and, and the lad says to me, um, Neil said, uh, you all right, Gaffer? I went, no, I've just got a sack. So he said, why? I said, I ain't got a clue. I said, I phoned Sullivan, phoned uh, Karen, I phoned um, Gold, I phoned everybody, can't get hold of them. So anyway... I got in my car and I was going to Shockwell House, which is St Albans, for the afternoon and the evening. I thought, bloody hell. I got a call in at Bedford from my home. Well, tell my wife. So I got in, <clears throat> walked in the door. She's upstairs. I went, Kirst, you ain't going to believe this, love. She shouted down, yeah, you got the sack. You got 84 messages. <laughs> Everybody knew about me. So anyway, oh she come downstairs. She said, look, we've got to pick the kids up. You'll have to tell the kids before you go to Sopwell House. So took the kids. Um, she took three of them home. I, I took Adam and we walked home and I just said, look, son, I've got the sack. So he said, why, Dad? I said, I don't know why. I haven't been able to talk to anybody yet, but I've got the sack. So I said, it happens in football, you know, we've had a wonderful time, we'll get on. So we're walking home, we go in the garden and there's like 20 press, cameras, everything. So he runs in, I do an interview, I ain't got a clue what I said. Um, and then I go in and I go upstairs and get ready to go out and I'm walking past some bedrooms and I hear my son crying you know when they cry uncontrollably and they can't oh, get yes. it? Oh, yes. It's horrible. And, yeah. and I went in his room and cursed my wife's cuddling him and and he had all these rosettes, scarves, pictures of blues all yeah. around his wall and he'd ripped them all off and they was all on the floor. Oh, that was sad. Like hell. You know, it, it, was, it was heartbreaking and I, I said to Kirsten, I, I can't go tonight. She said, you've got to go, Barry you got to go. I'll, I'll sort it out. Go. She's brilliant, my missus. So anyway, I walked downstairs, and at the bottom of the stairs is my daughter, Anna Marie, skipping and jumping about, saying, Gertie, 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 Daddy's got the sack. What's the matter with you? Why are you so pleased that Dad's got the sack? She said, at least I'll see you now. Oh, <laughs> Emotion. Your kids, you know. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I went to Sockwell House and um, they was having dinner and I walked in and, to be fair, all the league managers stood up and applauded me in the room and that that was worth, boy, you can't buy it. You know what I mean? It was just great. And Trevor was there, to be fair, and um, he came over and he said, oh, you've done a great job at Blues, you know, you got them going again. I went, yeah, yeah. I said, um, you, you know, you'll be the next manager, Trev. He went, well, they've already asked me five times, but it wasn't the time to, to come in at that time. You know, you've been successful and all that. But he said, this time it, it might be. And, and uh, you, you know, he took over. Now, I wish they'd have said, you know, come and see us here 
is a glass of beer or a glass of champagne or summer. You've took us as far as you can. You know, we want to give the job to Trevor Francis. I'd have said, oh, great. You know, he's, he's on a different level to what I am. And if you back him, he'll take you to the promised land. But Trev was unlucky, to be fair. Nearly. He was, yeah. Nearly, man. Very, man. very unlucky. And, and, and then, you know, every, but all the blue noses wanted him to do it, but he didn't. And then Steve Brewster came and, and he done it, didn't he? So uh, mm-hmm. he did, yeah, yeah. Are you, uh, are you, are you still sending Christmas cards out to the gold, Sullivan's and Brady? I am. I am, actually. Good. Yeah, okay. I am. I'll tell you what, they treat me better now than when I was manager. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they invite me to, in fact, I went last Thursday as David Gold's guest when they played in Europe and uh, obviously David Sullivan and, and David Gold, they, they always invited me, all of them. They look oh, after good. me and my wife or me and my boys. Adam came with me last week. Um, you know, we sit in a director's box on on, on the halfway line. We have a meal before the game that that they treat me absolutely fantastic. Maybe yeah. we didn't we didn't actually get to the end of the story where where you managed to get all four kids to come out at Wembley. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I did. They, I've, I've got pictures of them all coming out. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. I, I know. I, I, was there, mate. I watched it, yeah. but you were only yeah. allowed one. So how did you, Barry Fry, manage to get all four of your lovely children to walk down <laughs> that uh, down that uh, ah. tunnel with you? Uh, so you know. to the gab, it's called Gift to the Gab. <laughs> you ain't got that, mate. You ain't got that. Did you, did you, Bal, Bal. I, I, I ain't got it now, but I used to have it. <laughs> Mark, you, you certainly on, Mark. had it at the Kenny Burns night last week. <laughs> what, 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 a, what an absolute um, fantastic occasion that was for me and my family. Beautiful. And yeah. uh, when, we scored, uh, when we scored the winning goal, um, in in the auto windscreen, and um, and uh, there's a lovely picture of somebody shouting me from the crowd, all the blue noses, and I ran over and it was my wife. And I give oh, you, <laughs> right, you know what? You, 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 there's minutes like that in your life that you just a you can't uh, change, but like those are define, defining moments of your of, of your life, aren't they? Yeah, well, yeah. she's she's put up with me for forty through years, the silly sod. But uh, <laughs> uh, she's she, she's been brilliant for me. She's uh, you know when when you get down, she tells me what's happening in the real world because I'm just football through and through like you lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You Mark, you, Mark you wanted to say something earlier. Mark, did you want to come I in? Say, Go on, Mark. I was going to say, Bouse. You know when you had your kids on the pitch at Wembley? Yeah. I bet you named them. I bet you named them as subs. <laughs> I, I tried to, but the referee wouldn't accept it. <laughs> I bet you signed. Like, how, many play, how many players from Birmingham City did you actually sign? I well, I, t- I tell you a story. I, I signed. I actually had forty-six players on the books, and I tell you a story. Karen went on holiday. And she come back three days early. Otherwise, I'd have made it to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but let, 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 let me tell you about them forty-six players because it's yeah. a bit of a myth. At that time, we we had a decent youth team. That I, I always take notes of the youths. We had a first team, and we had a reserve team that played in the um, uh, the Central League up. You know, Everton, Liverpool, Man United, all them sides. And then we had a youth team. Now, the youth team, under-18s, it was too big a jump, in my opinion, to go from that 
to play in our reserves, Everton, <clears throat> Liverpool, Man United and all that. So I needed some in between. So I joined a, a league called the um, Capital League, which was a London league, really. And we played our under 21 in that. And we won the double in that, which didn't get any publicity at mm. all. But it helped me develop young players that I had coming through. And, and uh, at that time, the first team used to have 14 players, only three subs. So we had 14 players for the first team, 14 players for the, for the reserves in the Central League, and then another 14 for the uh, Capital League, which yeah. makes you up to 42. Uh, but we had a few extra, you know what I mean? So <laughs> the it, it's a bit of a myth I had 46 pros. I did, but some mm. of them were done like 100 quid a week, a lot of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a big burden, yeah. a thing, but what it did help was us to develop younger players to become first-team players. Mm. Yeah, Alan, yeah. Alan wants you to come in as well. Do you want to come in, Alan? Uh, I just uh, thinking about an incident. You was, we, we were at... We were watching that. I was watching that team with you. You, you were in the stand at Sutton, Sutton United, Sutton Coalfield, and yeah. Danny Wallace was playing, and uh, he, he cut in from the right and had a shot, and and everybody round was was applauding, and you said, "Stop clapping! You'll want more money." <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you know Danny Wallace very well, then. <laughs> Out of all the out of all the players that you signed, Barry, who, who, who used to make you laugh the most? And have you got any funny stories you can tell us? He's got loads. <laughs> about, about oh, Paul, stop it! Paul. You're going to be here till a week next Thursday now. <laughs> if, if I started with them, I'd miss the game Saturday at Middlesbrough, lads. <laughs> no, the um, wow. Uh, a lot of people have asked me who was the best player I, I, I felt that I had. And, you know, Dominguez, Daisy, Claridge, uh, Hunt, uh, but, 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 the, millions of them, really. But the best player for me that done the most was Mark Ward. Mark Ward, yeah. 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 I, got yeah. It, I got it for, for nothing, but... Mm. To get him the money he wanted, I asked. I had to tell Karen that I was going to make him a player coach. I never made him a player coach, but that's why I had to tell Karen to get a few more quid. But Wardy was brilliant on and off the field. He was a great leader of men. Everybody looked up to him, you know what I mean? And and he ran the place for me on the field and off the field. And he, he he contributed, in my opinion, the most because he got hold of that midfield and pinged it about to to players and all that and scored his fair share of goals and what have you. So I think Wardy made the, the biggest influence um on the thing. Um we had we had such banter in them days, such wonderful, wonderful togetherness and team spirit. I wouldn't like to pick one different guy out because they all took the out of each other and it was a, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a laugh. It really was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember Ricky turning up in his um was it his BMW he had with the with the with the bass bin in the back? With the roof with the roof off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You could hear him. You, you could hear, he was arriving in Yardley, you could hear him from Soli all like arriving to train him. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky, crazy man, crazy man. <laughs> He's still yeah. crazy. Proper good characters, um, though, weren't they? 
They was all different, but the, the beauty of it is they all moulded into one, you know what I mean? They all complemented yeah. one another, so to speak. And yeah. uh, it, it, it was the best two and a half years of my life, no doubt. Oh, man, that's amazing. Was, well done. Thanks for saying that, bud. Marvellous. Paul, have yeah. we got any questions coming in from our audience tonight, mate? Yeah. We've got about 20-odd thousand. Yeah, we've got loads. Uh, we've got one off, Craig. one off Craig. Can you ask Buzz, uh, when he brought Liam Dace to the club, did he know he was going to head anything, no matter how big or small it was? I did, because I'd seen a lot of him. Uh, well, I'll tell you a story. He was at Cambridge United when I was at Barnet, and Chris Turner was the, the manager of Cambridge, and I loaned Dacey at Barnet. So right. I knew, I knew when I come to Birmingham City, um, he'd, he'd had a few injuries and we paid 50 grand for him, which was nothing. But I know Karen tried to get out of that deal. She, you know, she thought I was buying a cripple, but I knew he's, he was a man mountain, mate. He tackled oh, yeah. double-decker buses and he had 747s away. He was my Captain Marvel, Daisy, no doubt about that. You know, I knew about him because he'd played for me before and I knew sort of character. He was a winner. Miserable, yeah, yeah. but a winner. He was a class act. He was, a you know, Captain Marvel, we called him, didn't we? And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, he did. <clears throat> Um, yeah. So, yeah, a couple of questions coming in from Stephen Gill. Um, who contacted you about Jose Dominguez? How did you find out about Jose? Right. Um, at, at the time, uh, I had um, Lil Fuchillo, who was um, manager of the under-21s and a scout for me. And he, he said uh, Dave Hodgson, who was in um, Portugal, uh, had recommended this player. Now... And he was going to send some videos. I, I'm not a manager that watches videos. I want to go and watch you. I yeah, want to yeah. watch you what you do off the ball and all that. So I said to um, <clears throat> I said to to Lil, no, that David will have to bring him over here, right? And I'll have to have a look at him. So Oji rang me up and he said, look, I, I, I've I've got. Um, he was with Benfica at the time, and he said, look, I'll. Um, I can get him over for a week's training. But he said, you'll have to put him up in the hotel. So I said, yeah, no problem. So I phoned Karen. I said, look, I've got this Portuguese boy coming over that I want to look at. I want to put him in the um, Hyatt and all that for a week. She said, no. I went, oh. So I went in her office and I said, why have you said no? She said, you ain't, we haven't got any money. I said, we couldn't get... David Sullivan on the phone. So she got David on the phone and went, David, I've got this player coming over and, um, you know, it'll cost us 80 grand if we sign him. And uh, he, he wants to stay in the hotel for a week. Um, can we afford that? He went, no. I went, oh, fine. So I said, well, OK, if, if I have him over for a week and get somebody to sponsor the hotel for a week and we decide to... to to pay the 80 grand, will you give reimburse the hotel? So he said, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so anyway, we had him over and he was sensational. You know, I mean, remember that the, the, where we trained was like a, a, a ploughed field and he mm -hmm. was sensational. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I arranged this. Um, I, I, I said to Karen, uh, we, we've got this game tomorrow, Karen. I said, I'd like you to see this Jose Dominguez play. She went, oh, what, what time? I said, we're kicking off at one o'clock and I'm going to have it. 
It's St Andrews. Said, OK, I'll be there. Anyway, we didn't. We kicked off at half ten. And by the time she got there, I told all the players, I told all the players, I said, look, go to Karen and tell her this boy is sensational, which he was. All the lads loved him in training. Sensational. We got to sign him. So anyway, <clears throat> she got there. She come up, storming in my office. She said, I thought you was going to have a game. I said, I had it this morning. She went, yeah, why? Why didn't you tell me? I said, I've, I forgot. Sorry. She said, anyway, all the players have told me what, what a fantastic player he is. I went, yeah, I know he is. I told you that, Karen. She went, oh, I said, can I come in your office with you and we'll phone David Sullivan? She said, yeah, yeah, of course. So I phoned David Sullivan. I said, look, we've had this game. We've been here all week. We want to sign him. He's different class. So he said, yeah, but we haven't really got the money, Barry. I said, well, K Karen's seen him. She thought he was great as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David, all the players told me he's good. But I said that she'd seen him, you know. And um, so I said, Let, let's put it this way, David. If I said to you, give me 80 grand and I'll turn that 80 grand into a million, what would you do? He said, give you the 80 grand. I said, OK, I'll sign him this afternoon. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, and we yeah. did. We got 1.8 million off Sporting Lisbon yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think the year yeah. before we went live, Baz, we made 12.5 million profit as a club on all your sides. Yeah, you, you talk about all the players I had, all mm -hmm. the good ones, all the bad ones. I still made a profit of 12.5. There's not many managers can no. say that. And, no. uh, oh, absolutely. And add the fun and the enjoyment goes with it as well. Yeah. Uh, giving yeah, us that fun and enjoyment Jose, as well. Jose was like, he, he was, I'll never forget, I'd, I'd done a, a, I went to a, a local working men's club, but I used to go around Birmingham and do them. And, um, you know, got asked all sorts of silly questions. And um, one particular day, the, 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 the guy said, uh, uh, he said something about Jose. I love Jose Dominguez. He's oh, fantastic guy and blah, 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 blah. So one of the blue noses shout from the audience, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't like him if you come home and found him in bed with your missus, would you? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he turned around, I'll never forget this. He turned around, he says, if I open the door and see him giving my missus one, oh. I'd go back to the and let him finish it off. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love Jose. They absolutely love him. Oh, God, we so knew this was going to happen tonight, didn't we, guys? I'm in so, I'm in so much trouble. Just, talk to me about Rui Estevez. He's got to be the shortest cameo role in the first yeah. team. Yeah. What happened to him? Rui Estevez. Rui Estevez. Put him on about, for about 10 minutes and brought him back off, did you? Never saw him again. Well... <laughs> That, that he, he, I, I didn't know nothing about him. He, he appeared one day and um, <laughs> I had to look at him and I obviously didn't fancy him. So uh, he, he, he was a... I, I, I can't take the credit for bringing him into the club. <laughs> <laughs> so who did? He played, uh, in, he played I, at I Orient in the semi-final. Yeah. He played at Orient in the semi, the second leg of the semi-final of the a windscreen, and he yeah. he played forty-five minutes, uh, and we never saw him again. So you <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you I, don't I, you don't I, put a trialist on in a semi-final. You know, and I know, it's all a matter of opinions, football, and obviously yeah. I didn't fancy him. <laughs> <laughs>
sorry, what what do you what do you think about the song that was made about you? Bye, Barry Fly is a hell of a guy. Oh, that all my grandchildren sing it. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they get it on YouTube or something, don't they? It, yeah, it, it's, nah. it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So somebody sent me a thing and I played it, and that wow, wow, wow. I, I couldn't remember all them players that they mentioned, by the way. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> they were all yours. They were all yours. <laughs> what, what, what do you make of football nowadays compared to back when you was managing in the nineties? Like, what, what, you know, what do you make of it today? The, the, the game's completely changed in so many ways, and some of the ways it's not for the better, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, me too. It's um, you know, it, it's all money orientated nowadays, and uh, sportsmanship's gone out the window, and uh, what have you. And it, it's just greed and more greed and more greed. You know, like these six people, the way to break away. They forgot there's a pyramid and if you're good enough that, you know, even non-league clubs have got that. If you're a supporter of, of, of whoever, Kidderminster or somebody like that, you want that ability to, if you're good enough, to rise through the league, through mm. the pyramid, to go all the way up. Like Wimbledon mm. did, you know, they went all the way down as well. But, you, 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 you know, at least they went up and, and it, you've got to have that in football, people. And also with all the football clubs, they're, they're brilliant for the communities of that town, that city. They, they, it, it, you know, and it, it's, it's all changed. It's all gone. You, you know, the premiership's going to Mars now. You, you know, they will be playing on Mars soon. And they've yeah. forgotten <laughs> where they come from, the genuine football clubs and all that. They want to leave us behind. It's just greed and greed. And, and unfortunately, the the real supporter with a cloth cap, he, he can't afford to take his kids to football anymore in the Premier League. They're pricing it out. It, it's such a shame. Was it, so, was, it, was it Bury that got a proper town, a proper town with proper fans, old school whippets, caps, newspapers and a bag and a pint of beer. I know. And, you take, and you take that away from them. That Terrible. football league, that Premier League is... A disgrace. Mm, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Paul, you got there's a few more questions, is it, Paul? Yeah, Paul, fantastic, fantastic one from coming in from friend of the show and actor Tim Faraday Baz here. Um oh, actor, actor, please, Paul. Actor, actor, actor. actor friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's asking how good was Peter Shearer Baz? I thought he was brilliant with Wardy yeah. in the middle. Which he, 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 he was my unsung hero. He used he to do a lot of the dirty work that goes unnoticed. But the but the players appreciated what he contributed to the team. You yeah. know, he was great, and he come up with a few goals as well. But he was strong. You yeah. know, he he was great. It, like, like he said, it, him and Wardy midfield run it so many times. Mm. It, it was brilliant. Yeah, was brilliant. yeah. I'm thinking about the word Shearer. Of course, Alan Shearer. Benner was the only goalkeeper to ever save a penalty from him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. We wow. actually found that. Benno was my first signing. Yeah, I was. Benno was my first signing. I bought him from, funny enough, Peterborough, 150 grand. And he yeah. stayed, what, 11 or 12 years. He was, he did, yeah. he was fantastic for, for Birmingham yeah. City. Fantastic. My son. Great lad what? as well. Yeah. My son has got a pair of Benno's gloves. Oh, no. Right, I Barry, I promise you, I have a whole room 
dedicated to Birmingham City in my house. You've seen it, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Benno's gloves are on my wall. And when we interviewed Benno, my, my man, the first thing my lad said was, mate, Benno. He was like, over, over, like, it's 35 now, but it don't matter, because, like, we all get emotional, <laughs> yeah. don't we? Yeah, yeah. And he says, what oh, a lovely you know, man, isn't he? That what moment, yeah. do, you know what my son, do you know what my son did? He's donated that pair of gloves to my museum. <laughs> I love, I love my children so much, mate. You know what? You may have been able to have the absolute fortune of walking your four kids out at Wembley, yeah. but I have the absolute fortune. My daughter doesn't really like football, but I have the absolute fortune of my three boys being Birmingham City fans, and they could sing "Keep Right On" before they could say "Mom" or "Dad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Many happy returns to Benno as well. It was his birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah it was. Oh, was it? Really? Oh, crikey. Yeah. Oh, we need to crack on with this. We really need to crack on now. Do, can we do a who? Yeah, oh, right, yeah. Oh, crikey. Yeah, I better get that. What, we do, up, yeah. what we do now, Baz, we play a clip for 15 seconds of a player talking. Um, he had a very brief spell under your management for us. And we want that could have been one of 167 people. Yeah, we want to see if you can get it with these. And I was going to say, I haven't got that good a memory. Go on, try me. And we had him on loan. He made a couple of appearances, and not too many clues. Not too many clues. But just give us the first letter of his surname if you think you know who it is, and then we'll see if our viewers can get it. Okay, you ready? Here we go. I wouldn't say fantastic performance. I think it's a fantastic result and to score six goals, obviously. I don't think we've played great, but I thought we were very clinical and on the count we were very, very good. And we, we when we got in and around the box, we, we were, again, clinical. Um, mm. Any ideas? Any ideas, Barry? Uh, 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 his surname is S. It is indeed, correct. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've ever got anybody gate first time, yes, have we? we? We have once, once previously. Right. Oh, crikey. That was wow. good. That was good going. Woof. Woof. Yeah. Not bad for a 76-year-old bloke who should have dementia by now. I don't think... One more playing once more for the viewers. Go on then, OK, here we go. I wouldn't say fantastic performance. I think it's a fantastic result and to score six goals, obviously. I don't think we've played great, but I thought we were very clinical and on the count we were very, very good. And we, we, when we got in and around the box, we, we were, again, clinical. Um, mm. Mm. OK, well, that's rumbling on. Well, that's rumbling on. Paul, I really am consciously aware that we're, you know, we're running out of time. Have you, uh, did you ask Barry to do a 1-11? to no, we haven't, no. Um, okay. So, no, um, we we, we hey, won't hey, get to answer, hey, Listen, lads, mm. I, I, I'll stay till the end of the show. No, not a problem. Just go oh, on. You're, you're a hero. You're a hero. Oh, we don't finish till two in the morning, Barry. <laughs> no, no problem. As long as yeah. we the training ground at half eight in the morning, I don't no, care. No, no, no. We've got, got 19 minutes to go. 19 minutes to go. Wow. There Barry. Checks in the post. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest lie in history. You know what, Barry? We've done the, we've done this as Birmingham City fans for now eleven seasons, and we've had well an incredible time and, and an incredible team. We've got to really thank Craig Courtney no, 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 yeah, for yeah. all the work that he does behind Great the scenes job. for yeah. brilliant, brilliant team. This and we couldn't do this on a Monday night. Normally, we, we gather together in the studio, right? But we just simply couldn't do this without each other. 
And you know what? How, how, how much have we been paid, Chris, in 11 years? Let me just count it up. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it's 53 pence. Yeah, it could be. We've had a few people guess for Cole Shutt, and that's not correct. Yeah, Andy, yeah, yeah. Andy, Andy Savile is incorrect as well. Um, he was a good player, wasn't he, Baz, when you came in for oh, us? Andy yeah. Savile? Yeah, yeah, he missed yeah, the penalty yeah. against Kidderminster, that's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine, Barry, <laughs> how I had to go to work on that Monday morning after that game? I know. <laughs> uh, go on then, Baz, you want to tell us who it is? Go on, Barry, nobody's got it. John Sheridan. Correct. Wow. Oh, oh, man. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty like impressive, it. that is. Pretty impressive. Who, who, wow. was the six, who was the six goals he was talking about? I don't remember. I remember some sevens, but not sixes. It was um, didn't, didn't, we, didn't we go to Barnsley and win 6-0? We did, but he wasn't the manager mm. of the Blues when he had that interview, though. It was quite recent, that was. When he oh, was right. Okay. Oh, yeah. But we did we, we did go to Barnsley and win six 0 Baz. You remember that? Ken Charlie yeah. Ken Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also went to Oxford. Oxford. We won seven 0 at Oxford, didn't we? Yeah, we we beat seven one at Stoke. Sorry, seven nil at Stoke and seven one at Oxford. Yeah, that's correct. Blackpool. Yeah, that was New Year's Eve. That was. So remember that. New Year's Day. Yeah, because George George Paris scored his one and only goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> uh, John, John Smith just said it was Berry away. Ah, uh, Berry away. Uh, uh, yeah, Louis Donner got an unreal goal in that 7-1 against Blackpool, didn't he? Do you remember yeah. when he took it all the yeah. way? Yeah. He was uh, he was rapid when he looked. He was unbelievably fast. Yeah. Have we got any more competitions, gentlemen? <laughs> no, no. Uh, no nothing, nothing. No. No. Right. Be, be, please be really, really, really conscious that, you know, I couldn't come over to Birmingham tonight and if I had it on... I'd have bought, well, I've got over £1,000 in my safe here ready for the PTSD charity. That will come over to Birmingham the next time I come over. I've just got to get a couple of issues with my car sorted out. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's MOT'd, it's insured, but I don't want to uh, travel over on trade plates through work at the moment. So I'm awfully <laughs> sorry about that. No, have you got a, have you got a bike? Huh? Push bike? Push bike? Push bike. See you next year, well, what about these electric scooters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine him on one right, of them. They're all right now, aren't they? Oh, man. I'm, I'm being harassed tonight. I promise you. <laughs> right. Them damn things should be insured. Right. You should take oh, a mandatory insurance. Horrible things. Horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I can I just read this question because he's, he's been trying all night um, from Adam. He says, uh, "Can you read this, please?" Baz, for me, your best signing was Martin Skip O'Connor, fan favourite and player favourite for the players that played with him. Definitely. Didn't, didn't Trevor sign him, Baz? Well, let let, let me tell you about mm, that. Go on, Tre when Trevor Francis took over, he rang me and he said uh, he wanted to go through all all the players that had left him. And even he said um, there was some missing because he was told I had 40-odd players and I didn't. I did, And I went through the players and I said, right, Trev, I've signed two players for you. Marcus Stewart, a centre forward, he'll get 25 goals for you next year, different class. Mm. And he said, well, I said, I've got a contract in my drawer, um, in my briefcase. <clears throat> uh, I'll, I'll leave it with Karen and I'll leave it with... Um, and uh, at the club, 
uh, with Jack and, and all that. And, and the other one I've signed is Martin O'Connor, three-year contract, both of them, from Walsall. You'll have to go to the tribunal. And Trevor said to me he didn't know too much about either player. And then Karen phoned me up and said, look, um, Trevor don't want them players, so can you tell them because you signed them? So, in actual fact, I tried to get both of them to come to um, <clears throat> Peterborough because I took over oh. Peterborough. Martin agreed to come, Martin O'Connor, but um, Marcus Stewart, uh, I, I, he, I think he went with Brucey and got Brucey up where, where he scored 25 goals or something. Huddersfield, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, anyway, um, about... Two months into the season, I had a phone call from Karen to say, um, our staff want to know, would you sell Martin O'Connor? So I said, well, I came in here, Karen, and I've got Martin O'Connor. I paid um, 275 grand at a tribunal for him. Um, but we, we're not, we ain't got a pot to piss in. We're struggling like hell. Fifteen! And, uh, yeah. yeah. No, so I, I finished up selling Martin for 575 grand to Birmingham and Trevor took him and he'd been a magnificent servant mm. to Birmingham City ever, ever since. Yeah. And ever Fantastic. since, even Fantastic. after that time, he still is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he still is. Yeah, yeah. No, and he was an absolute pleasure so, to be on here. Was yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, he's a lovely man as well, and and he yeah. loved the time at Birmingham. The fans loved him as well because rounder, he was an all rounder, and uh, I was just <laughs> absolutely pleased that he got there because Birmingham's a huge club compared to to Peterborough, and and he deserved it. And he, both him and Marcus Stewart, when I told them that Birmingham didn't want them, was heartbroken because they really wanted to go to Birmingham. Huh? Do you feel Do you feel sad, Barry, that a club, I mean, the size of our club is could be monumental. It could be that nobody will just like pick it up and run with it. And mm, good question. you know, like we look at we look at the likes of Carson Young bought the club for eighty two million pounds. He was a hairdresser, a hairdresser in China. My son's a barber, and he will never do in barbering amass eighty two million quid. Never, no, never, 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 never. No, no, no. <laughs> right, fit and proper persons test the EFL, the Premier League. In my pass? opinion, in my opinion. They're exactly. all uh, they're all corrupt on their own levels, Absolutely. right? Like Set Blatter when that chap threw the money at him, huh? allegedly. Uh, thanks, Chris, for saving <laughs> the show. Disgraceful. <laughs> this, this this guy's paid three hundred million for Newcastle. Yeah, he could he could have bought Birmingham City for mm. let's say eighty million, mm. right? And with that three hundred thousand, he would. He would make money out of us. He's not going to make any money out of it because to get them to where they want to go, he's, he's 300 million behind already. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If he, and if he it, could lobbed it into a club like us. And, it, and he's good we, we would, in that team, otherwise they'll go down. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Whereas mm-hmm. you could put a quarter of that into our team at the moment and get us out of this division and have plenty yeah, of and get us up in the Premier League. Exactly yeah. right. Mm. 
Why doesn't yeah. it happen? Oh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a comment there from Mark Meredith. He's just put, I remember when um, a friend of mine, my brother, my brother, sorry, a friend of mine's brother died. Uh, Barry invited us up to Peterborough so he could sign a picture for the funeral. Meant so oh, much sweet. to the of Barry. Um, oh, bless. Nice one, mate. Mm. Um, superb. From the heart, that one was. Uh, right, okay. Uh, we're into the last 15 minutes, and uh, you know what? For the life of me, I know that we were we were working on this relentlessly over the last couple of days, ladies and gents, girls and girls. I can't remember what the subject was. Chris, what was the subject? <laughs> Don't ask me. I wasn't watching. Uh, right, <laughs> oh, um, marriages. Oh, marriages. Weddings. Weddings. Yes, weddings. 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 Anything to do with a wedding and football. Anything to do with a wedding and football. Off you go. I know that you're going to make me howl. I know that, you know, the tears are going to run down my cheeks in a minute and I'm going to be apoplexed, but there you go. Weddings <laughs> and football. <laughs> what, we do, what we do now, Baz, is we do a word association, like where you can think of anything to do with football in a wedding. So, for example, I'm going to say Brian McBride. Remember him? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> very good. Yeah, very Malcolm, good. Malcolm very Page good. Boy. Malcolm Page Boy. <laughs> at my wedding, at my wedding, it'd have been Barry Fry up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably would. Yeah, you are cheap. You are cheap, guys. Um, <laughs> just said that we need Barry to come back and win the corner flags again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a good. And, <laughs> and you and you really did that, Barry. I did. Yeah, I, I but Barry, did you, re- Barry, Barry, did you really fall for it though? I I I tell you what happened, right? <laughs> we were we were struggling. We 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 as I told you before, we beat Charlton, we beat West Brom, and then we went into the new year. And I don't think I won a game for two months. And we got beat by Kidderminster in the cup. And I was racking my brain. And Alan Jones come in to me and he said, uh, "What's the matter?" I said, I, I, "I can't get this right." You know what I mean? No matter what team I do, he said, "It's not your fault." I said, it's not my fault. Of course it's my fault. I picked the team. I picked, well, not tactics. I'm not a tactical man, but I picked the team. Of course it's my fault. He went, no, no, it's a gypsy's curse. I went, gypsy's curse? I'm not superstitious. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "Um, Ron Saunders trying to get rid of it. I said, by doing what? He said, oh, he had crosses on the dressing room floor, dressing (laughs) room doors, crosses on the... Football boots. I said, Oh, what happened to him? He said he got the sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went, Oh, so I said, Do you know anybody in the gypsy world? He went, Yeah, I know, I know the top bloke. I said, Well, bring him down here, introduce me. So he fetched this guy down, <clears throat> and I said to this fella, Look, mate, um, they reckon there's a gy- gypsy's curse on St Andrews, and I want to try to get rid of it, otherwise. Um, Birmingham City will be getting rid of me. I can't win a game. So he said, oh, you will have to uh, urinate in urinate. four corners of the ground. What a lovely word that was. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I tried to pick up. And yeah. lads, if you've ever tried to squirt <laughs> on one corner flag, walk behind the goal, hold it in and then squirt again and then walk all round the touch uh, do that, uh, it took me three days, but I managed to. <laughs> <laughs> is that when we went on that unbeaten run and then we stayed up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wouldn't take me uh, three days. Hey, hey, we didn't work. I still got the sack, didn't I, in the end? Uh, after uh, okay. <laughs> no, right, come on, Reese. 
Vicar Otto. Oh, Vicar uh, Cake, Cake Livermore, Malcolm Page yeah. voice from said Pat Rice, uh, Steve Vickers, Peter Confetti. Mm. That's mine. Mm. I like that George, one. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, George Bestman. George I'm Bestman. Gonna go for one, Chris. I'm going to go for one. Are you ready? Hot chocolate fountain. Hey. 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 Yeah. Uh, Jeff DeForce Field, Martin oh. Oil McConnor. Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Diego married Donna. Oh, no. Oh. Of course, with the hand of God. That's yeah. absolutely brilliant. Who was that one? Um, hang on. That was from uh, Jason Hughes. That's a well good, done, Jason. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Diego married Donna. I love it. Oh, can I ask a question, actually, Chris? Go on. Uh, Barry, I said there's a lady watching called uh, Jackie, Jackie Barton. She's your biggest fan. She had a, a picture with you a few weeks ago. And uh, can you say hello to her? Hello, Jackie. There you go. She met you at the other week at the meet and greet, and she loves you to bits. She's there you go. Are That's we all love Barry to bits? Every Steve Birmingham right City on. fan, <laughs> every Birmingham City fan, loves Barry to bits. How could we not? What a oh, no. character! What a what a what a time to be a Blues fan. You know what? Oh, when your kids are sitting next to you and they're laughing because he's like running up the pitch and all the away supporters going mental, <laughs> uh, and 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 you know when you're told. Sullivan, Gold, Brady, yes, I'll definitely take you out of this division. And then when you went for the meeting and told them that you didn't, I didn't tell you which way we'd go. No, we'd no. <laughs> if, if ever, no, ever, ever in the history of Birmingham City, anybody was needed at that time to lift our spirits, it was Without doubt, Barry Fry. Without oh, doubt. Oh, most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Well, most definitely. I'm, I'm glad I've done And I'm not being funny, ladies and gents. I'm picking my toenails while I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what do you think you'd have done if you hadn't been a football manager? Comedian. I, 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 I <laughs> haven't got a clue. I, I think um, I'm so lucky, you know. I just This is my 61st season in football. Oh, Whoa. And, 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 and ever, when I got the sack at uh, Blues... I've been in Peterborough for 26 years, so I'm 76 now. I am so lucky to be involved in something that I love, and if I had the money, I'd give it. Well, I did have the money. I bought Peterborough was going into administration, so I said I'll buy it. And the owner at the time says, you ain't got a pot to... He knew me well. He said, no, but I've got properties. So I sold my property in Portugal, 180 grand, put it into the club. And then I went home and um, had some forms to say to Kirst, you know, uh, I'm taking out a 300 grand second mortgage on the house and I've sold the property in Portugal. She said, oh, what are we buying, a mansion? I went, no, we're buying a football club. (laughs) So she said, said, do you know what you're doing? I went, yeah, yeah, of course. You said that and we finished up with four kids. (laughs) Anyway, when I got it, I I took the second mortgage out. I took my pension out early, put it into Peterborough. I had a testimonial against the Manchester United, Sir Alex Fetch's full first team down. I got 258 grand. I put it into football club. The deeds of my mother-in-law's house, I had to get oh, to the wow. bank to get an overdraft. So I'd done everything, absolutely everything, 
to keep this club afloat. And I was still struggling. I had to find 150 grand every month to pay the wages. Jesus. And then Big Ron come in to do that Big Ron program that got me 150 grand for three months to keep us going as well. Mm. And then the owner that's the owner now, uh, seen that television documentary and come and bought the club off me for a pound. But my wife says to me that she loved me so much, she'd live in a tent down a river with me. She don't know how fucking close she is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what? We are completely, completely, completely committed to our Monday nights. We're completely committed to our Monday nights, without doubt. We do this so that Birmingham City fans around the world can connect. If there's, if, if ever, if ever they build a statue outside St Andrews, I genuinely, genuinely hope it's for me. Four minutes in. Two okay, minutes, uh, weddings, two minutes. Weddings, two minutes. With four minutes, four minutes. I've got three minutes. Right, weddings, okay. weddings, Chris. Come on, weddings. Uh, okay, so we've got. I'm going to go right way back. Uh, Bob, Bob, top hat on. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very clever. Very, very, very clever. clever. Uh, Martin G. Ring O'Grager. Oh, right. Mm. That might be a bit naughty. A bit, bit deep, that one. It was, yeah. <laughs> that could be 16 swear words of the night. Amari Bellringer. Oh, I like that one. Who <laughs> did that one? Who did that one? <laughs> Simon Andrews, well done. Do you want me? Sorry, mate, that's the best one so far. Uh, yeah, Come here on, we go, Here we go. Here we go. Mary Fry. Oh. oh. And I think my, I think my favourite, Stephen, Stephen Weddingcar. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Wedding Car. Brilliant. <laughs> and that's a lot. Who was your football hero growing up, Barry? Really Billy Wright. <laughs> Billy Wright. Billy Wright. Yeah, I, I used to watch. I used to watch Wolves in black and white. First team I ever watched on telly. I didn't have a telly. I used to go across the road, and I, I supported Wolves for some reason. Or other because I was the first side, and, and Billy Wright was my favourite player. <laughs> um, unbelievable! Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Good job. It's the last minute. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, 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 Nick. So, Nick, we're going to go out now, but we're going to go out a bit wow. unco- unconventionally. Wow. We don't. Wow, wow, we wow, don't wow, normally wow, go out. Wow. Hang on, because we're going to go out with Barry singing. Keep right on. Goodbye from Chris Brown. Goodbye, yeah. Mark Adams. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Paul Hipkiss. And this one, ladies and gentlemen, is going to go down in history because we've had a legend and a man that is loved through St Andrews, true and true and true. Ladies and gentlemen, singing, keep right on. Keep right, right on to the end of the road. Keep right on to the end. Oh, 
never, ever, 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 Myself, you know what, Barry, right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, wow. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.